I'm James Milley. And I'm Alex Mito. And this is The Artist Business Plan. Your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs hosted by Superfine Art Fair. Hello, business artists. You are listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means you are certifiably awesome. I'm James Milley, co-founder of Superfine Art Fair, the most widespread art fair for independent artists in the U.S. and one of the top resources to learn about all things art. Today, we've got Corey Huff back here with us. Corey is going to share his thoughts on being a six-figure artist. I'm very excited to hear what he has to say, but first, I've got an amazing offer here just for you ABP listeners. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you sign up and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fair. Join the number one art fair for independent artists as we travel across the United States reaching thousands of qualified in-person art buyers at every single fair. And prepare yourself for success with a full suite of business resources like our very own podcast, which you're listening to right now. Superfine started with the connection between artists and an eager, empowered, qualified buying audience. So many alternatives didn't provide any real value for the artists who spent their precious time, hard-earned money, and major effort mounting and exhibiting their work without the results to back it up. And that meant it was time for something new. For seven years, Superfine has focused on breaking down these barriers and creating sustainable economic opportunities for artists to build careers from our fair. To find your place at a Superfine fair, simply visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. And when you mention the artist business plan, you'll receive a $150 credit on your booth, no matter what size or city you choose. So that's $150 off. Just go online to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art to set up your qualification call with James and get started selling your art with Superfine today. Again, that's www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. All right, so we are back here with Corey Huff. Corey Huff is the founder of The Abundant Artist and has been helping artists sell art online since 2009. He has helped hundreds of artists learn how to transition to full-time art making. He was named one of the top five art business coaches by Artsy. Harper Collins published his book, How to Sell Art Online, uh, Live a Creative Life on Your Own Terms. His writing has appeared in Professional Artist Magazine, multiple newspapers, and dozens of radio shows and podcasts. He has guest lectured on marketing at schools like Southern Methodist University, Pacific Northwest College of Art, and the Fashion Institute of Technology, and given workshops in multiple countries. Corey is also a serial entrepreneur and marketing consultant. Welcome back to the Artist Business Plan, Corey. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Um, and, uh, to help the audience get to know you a little better, uh, if they have not listened to our previous episodes, uh, can you describe the services that you offer through the abundant artist? Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been around since 2009 and offers have changed and come and gone a little bit, but generally speaking, we offer courses on how to sell your art online. Uh, I wrote a book back in 2016 called how to sell your art online. And a lot of our course materials uh, revolve around the core concepts uh, for, from that book and from publications we've put out since. 
uh, and I love doing it, love helping artists learn how to sell their work. Uh, and then I also do a fair bit of one-on-one -on -one consulting and coaching for artists with six-figure businesses. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and dive into the rest of the questions that we have for you. So Corey, the last time you were here, uh, we talked about everything from income to prints to licenses. What do you consider to be the top five art business models and how do you choose a focus? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so the, the five business models are direct to collector, which is selling your original works direct to collector without any sort of representation or gallery. Uh, and that might be through your own website or through uh, like an, an outdoor art fair or something like that. Um, and then the second one is gallery sales, which is sort of the default that every artist thinks of like, oh, I'm going to get into a gallery and get my work out there. Uh, and these two ways of doing business are very different from each other. Um, and then the other three uh, may or may not uh be part of those uh, other two. So prints and reproductions, this is anything from Giclée prints uh, to any other mass market uh, print. Um, I, we sort of include things like lithographs in the direct to collector because lithographs take a fair bit of work to create. Uh, but mass market prints, uh, that is a, a, you know, scaling up and growing a mass market print business is uh, a very different thing from selling original works. Uh, and then, of course, there's commissions where you're essentially a service-based business where you're somebody saying, hey, can you can I pay you to make this for me? And you say yes, and then you put a contract together and do that. Uh, and then there's licensing, which is uh, basically taking your images and uh, allowing a corporation or other organization to pay you for the right to use your images uh, on their products like calendars mugs, whatever. Uh, and uh, you get you collect either a flat fee or a royalty off of those products. So those are the five. Um, as far as how we explain each one, we could spend a lot of time uh, on each one because you can build a complete million dollar business within each of those five models. Uh, but what I'll usually tell artists is, especially when you're getting started, like there's time to explore and kind of figure things out. Uh, and sorry for the sirens going by in the background. Um, there's time to explore and sort of figure some of those things out, but relatively early in your art business, you want to kind of pick one and run with it. And it depends on your temperament as an artist, the kind of life you want to live and how you want to make art, right? If you are somebody who has a very strong vision about your own art and you want to make a thing and get paid to make that thing, uh, then selling direct to collector or selling through galleries is probably the thing that you're going to do, right? Uh, if you hate do uh, like being art directed, you don't want to like change things because somebody wants it red instead of blue or anything like that. You should avoid doing commissions or licensing. Um, but on the other hand, if you really enjoy that sort of collaborative process and being art directed, uh, then commissions and licensing can be uh, great for you. And I usually tell artists early on in your career for the first couple of years, focus on one of these models until you get to the point where your business is uh, self-sustaining and you're making enough money to, uh, to make a living and then start considering uh, going deep in a second model, like adding prints or adding commissions if you're doing original sales. Uh, so I'll pause there. Is that, is that a deep enough explanation without going too deep? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think so. And what I would, what really sticks out to me from what you said is just how 
Uh, usually artists are picturing the gallery format as the default, the way that um, you're selling your work. And I think that ultimately, if if you are choosing, that, that is still what you want to do, right? Um, I think just recognizing that there are um, so there's there's several options that you can choose from um, as far as a path for how you're selling your work. Um, but but yeah, no, I think that's definitely <laughs> gives a gives a really good overview on the five. Uh, which again, just to remind everyone: direct to collector, gallery sales, prints and reproductions, commissions, and then licensing. Um, but but yeah, no, I th- I think that's uh, you know gives a really good sense of how to how to choose a focus. I definitely agree with starting out focusing on one and then expanding from there kind of once you've you've mastered that one channel. Um, very cool. Um, all right, next up. So uh, we talk a great deal about online presence with artists, maintaining a website and staying up to date with social media changes. How do the most successful artists use their time offline to market themselves? Hmm, offline. Yeah. Uh, great question. And I really think that it, for the most part, comes down to building relationships with people. Uh, and there's two ways that that happens. One is building relationships directly with your collectors and then also building relationships with potential business partners. Right. Uh, so the first, like building relationships with collectors, it is much easier to sell uh, a piece to somebody who's already purchased from you. They know your worth. They know they like your work. Your work's already hanging in their house. They trust you. Uh, and so a lot, I think that the opportunity that a lot of artists miss out on is going to their existing collector list and saying, these new pieces that I have of these collectors, who would they be a good fit for? And not only reaching out to them when they have new work for sale, but also just periodically keeping in touch with them, right? I was talking to an artist recently who five years ago, she sold a $100, a small $100 original when she was just getting uh, sort of her business started. And that person uh, stayed on her email list, stayed following her on Instagram, and they continued exchanging messages back and forth every every so often, uh, just about various you know areas of common interest. Uh, and then just recently, she sold a five thousand dollar original to that collector. And this is a great example of how over time uh, your small collectors can become your big collectors. And I expect that in the future, because I've seen this happen over and over again, in the future, that same collector might buy a $10,000 or a $100,000 piece, uh, just depending on where that artist's career goes, right? Uh, so then the other uh, thing is building relationships with people who can help you grow your business. And this is where I look at somebody like Lisa Congdon or Kelly Ray Roberts, artists who have uh, agents who will help them with their licensing deals. They have uh, people who are working on building course platforms on their behalf to help them be able to teach whatever they're doing online, whatever kind of classes they're building online. And so rather than just doing it all themselves, they are either paying somebody or partnering with somebody to help them build something that they couldn't do themselves or that they wouldn't be very good at doing themselves that they would have to do with great difficulty. Uh, And I think this is a a key thing that a lot of artists miss out on and why a lot of artists continue to struggle financially 
where if they sort of opened things up and built those relationships a little bit, uh, they might find more opportunities to uh, create wealth for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And kind of just going back on on your two points. So first off with the, the relationships with collectors, uh, totally agree with you there. Uh, I actually, on a personal level, I had a, a collector recently who, you know, he, he randomly buys for me kind of like every once in a while. And then, but then he's very social and friendly on, uh, on Instagram. And so, uh, he sent me a message recently being like, oh, like, you know, time to buy another piece. And, uh, but then he didn't, <laughs> uh, and then I think like a week went by or something. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try something that I don't normally do. And so I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, you know, like I have a lot of photos that are in the works. I have, um, you know, a sketchbook full of ideas and everything. Uh, I know that you uh, kind of mentioned that you're interested in a piece recently. You know, I'd love to kind of give you a sneak peek since you're like a um, a longtime collector of mine. And he was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And so we like set up a, uh, like a FaceTime meeting and, uh, and I just kind of like showed him what I'm working on and he thought it was amazing. And at the end of the call, he went and bought a piece immediately. So uh, just the, Totally, totally agree with you on relationships being key. Um, and then as far as the uh, kind of these potential business partners or people who you're going to uh, have relationships with um, who m might do things better than, than you would, um, I think that, you know, sometimes when, when artists are struggling with like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I'm, I'm selling art, but I'm not quite selling enough art to be reaching my financial goals, you know, thinking about um, uh, how we were talking about channels before, like thinking about what other opportunities make sense for your art specifically. So if your art, uh, it seems like it can be very scalable, like something that can grow, maybe you're thinking about like, okay, who can I connect with who is going to be able to find uh, commissioned, you know, mural work or, or public installations or something like that. Um, or if it's, you know, your work is something that a lot of people might find interesting. And like you were saying about the courses, um, that might be the direction that you go with your work. Um, so, so kind of thinking about what other channels besides literally just selling your art directly to that collector or through a gallery um, is, is kind of like a, a good way to, to branch out a bit and, and start making more money. Um, awesome. Awesome. Um, which leads nicely into our next question. Um, so Corey, art is a business and businesses need to make money. Like we were just talking about, uh, and that money when used properly can fuel the creation of the art itself. So how does an artist transition from selling $5,000 works and comfortably making a living to selling $50,000 works and experiencing this exponential growth? such a great question and i love uh talking about this stuff because on one level it's you know just relationship building like we just talked about like where you gradually progress over time to uh from selling hundred dollar to five thousand dollar to ten thousand dollar pieces uh and partnering with people who can get you exposure to people who are capable of buying uh fifty thousand dollar pieces um and uh if you are currently selling, you know, a thousand dollar piece, selling a fifty thousand dollar piece probably seems like a mountain to climb or something that might be impossible. And so there is a mindset component here 
where you sort of have to look at what you're doing and and say, do I believe that it's possible for me to do this? And one of the things that I see stopping artists a lot is um, we'll talk, we'll have a conversation like this and the artist will say, well, I don't know anybody that could buy a piece like that. And then I say, okay, well, how could you meet some people like that? And then they go, oh, well, I never could. I don't know anybody that's rich. Um, okay, but how could you meet somebody like that? And we go back and forth uh, on this for a little bit and I say, all right, well, what is, you know, who's the, who's the richest person that you know? Uh, or richest person collect who might be supportive of your art. Okay, would you be willing to ask that person to introduce you to some people who might be interested in buying some more expensive works? And it's having the mindset shift of being willing to make those asks and being willing to receive help uh, that I think holds a lot of artists back. And this is true not just for artists, but for a lot of people who run businesses. They they think that. Uh, they can't get out of the circle that they're in uh, and meet people who can sort of help take them to that next level. And you have to be open to that experience. Yeah, I, I think that's that's so insightful and kind of what we were just talking about, right? Where if if you're thinking that like, okay, the people I know, I'm only selling so much art. If you're thinking that the only question that you can ask your rich friend or your collector or who, you know, the, the richest people, you know, if you're thinking the only thing you can ask is, Hey, do you want to buy an artwork of mine? Well, even if they say yes, they might not be saying yes every single time you ask them. So that's gonna, that's gonna kind of run out pretty soon. But someone who supports your work and has bought it from you before, they're a fan of yours. They're going to want to support you in your, your career, however they can. And so reaching out to them and asking them how else they can help support your career besides just buying another artwork. Um, that kind of what you're talking about, this, this, like this, uh, ladder or this, this growth by connecting from one person to another, to another, um, is, is such a good way to look at it. And it really comes down to just, are you willing or, or comfortable with, with asking someone for something that might seem like a big ask? Um, but at the end of the day, might not be a very big ask for them. Yeah. And I, I love the concept of uh, doing living room shows with your top collectors and uh, where you just have your, you know, you bring two or three of your best works to that collector's house. They invite 10 or 12 friends and you just have like a little wine and cheese mixer for an hour. Uh, you talk about your work for three or four minutes, mention that it's for sale, but otherwise just hang out and, you know, enjoy time with people and seeing your work in their friends' houses and how much they enjoy the work and those conversations that happen around that is probably the best sales environment that can happen for your work. And it's also super low key and low pressure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's also the, the actual location of something is key. You could have those same 10 or 12 people. If you're shooting them an Instagram message, uh, they, might just be looking at it as a message. There's no context or anything. They're not mentally like shopping in that moment for art. Um, and so getting them in this environment where they're seeing your work in real life, in a living room <laughs> um, of someone else who has bought your art. Um, you know, like you said, it's, that's such a good environment to be having your work. It's, it's going to sell itself at that point. Like you mentioned, just, just 
acknowledge that it's for sale, but otherwise just be connecting with these people, hanging out. And uh, I'm, I, I am confident that at least one of them is going to end up buying a piece. So um, very cool. Very cool. Um, awesome. So we are going to come right back with our final thoughts. But first, a, another message from our sponsors. Business artists, start the new year right. Earn up to $1,000 in add-on credits when you book a booth by January 5th. Credit can be used for any part of Superfine's booth optimization kit, including booth photography packages, personalized digital marketing, and customizations like wall paint color and additional lights. And as always, get 5% off when you pay up front. Go online to www.superfine.world slash sellyourart to set up your qualification call with James today. Again, that's www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. All right, Corey, last question. So this has been an amazing conversation. Let's go ahead and bring it home for our listeners. So every year you update your audience with new best practices for selling art online. What is your number one tip for artists in 2023 who are trying to get started with their artist website? With their artist website. Uh, I think artist website builders have come such a long way uh, recently, like over the last few years, that it seems kind of silly to try to, if you know, if you're just getting started now, to try to build something super customizable from the ground up. Uh, doing something really simple like Squarespace or Fine Art Studios Online or Shopify is going to drastically cut down the amount of time that it takes you to get your website up and running. Uh, we have a free checklist at theabundantartist.com where you can go download. Uh, the sort of the basic elements, uh, a checklist of the basic elements that your website needs to have and links to some explanations if you need those. Uh, I will often tell artists, like, your website needs to do a good job of displaying your work uh, in, a, in a nice way, uh, but don't overdo it. Don't freak out about it. Just organize it nicely. Uh, use one of the basic default builders because it's easy to uh, have your work look good uh, in that way. And then focus your time on building an audience and building relationships because the website by itself, uh, is not going to sell the work. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, that's something that with websites and, you know, social media and, and just a variety of, of, um, you know, elements of an artist's, um, you know, online, online presence. I feel like artists are always, uh, overthinking <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. what they're doing. Um, it's, it's like at the end of the day, there's no, like, there's no perfect website. There's, there's going to be different options. Um, and you can always work on improving your website at the, really the, the most important thing, get it up and running so that you can get, you know, send people to it. Um, and then, you know, once you, you have like a, a, a good website, your, your work looks good. Um, it's discoverable. Then at that point you can go ahead and start getting more creative or, you know, more optimized. Um, but yeah, totally, totally agree there. First step is just get it up, use, use something that's easy so that it actually, um, exists. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And definitely make sure to, uh, go check out the, the checklist, uh, on, on Corey's website. Um, 
Awesome. So thank you again. Uh, if you want to listen to this or any of our other podcast episodes, you can go to our website at superfine.world uh, to connect with Corey. Uh, you can follow his Instagram at the abundant artist. Uh, be sure to check us out at superfine art fair on Instagram and share whenever you're listening to and enjoying the artist business plan. Uh, and also we'd love it if you left a review on Apple podcast, when you get the chance, those ratings and reviews are critical in helping other artists, entrepreneurs find us as always. I'd like to wrap up by sharing a quick quote with you all. Today's quote is Thomas Carlyle. Go as far as you can see when you get there, you'll be able to see farther. And that's a good way to, to think about the website. <laughs> get get the website up and then you'll be able to start. Um, Corey, it's been such a pleasure having you here with us again today. Uh, thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. For that, we are so grateful. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. Everyone else, have an awesome rest of your day. And remember to stay on top of your artist business plan, get out there, and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan. Hosted by me, Alex Mito. And me, James Milley. Join us each week to hear leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas discuss tips and tricks designed to help you thrive and sell more art. To listen to this episode and all of our past episodes, just visit www.superfine.world and click The Artist Business Plan. And we love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message just to let us know you're listening. Want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Go to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Until next time, keep listening, keep creating, and keep up your artist business plan. 